All right. I got uh, if you didn't come in with the creeper sound, <laughs> I had it a second ago. So I could I could mute myself there. <laughs> Continuing in our series of spotlights of national football pyramids, uh, today we are talking about France. Francaise. Hello, France. Parlez-vous français. The, uh, is, it, is, it, is it bad to call them the frogs? <laughs> but are, what's, what's the, the, France, the French national team? Is it a chicken? Is that the logo? I think so, or a rooster. I, I, I'm sure they... Is it a spur? <laughs> a spur. Because <laughs> it looks like the Tottenham jersey logo. It kind of does. It's a chicken. That's a chicken. Um, I, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I took two semesters of French in college. Mm-hmm. I learned nothing, so I can't help us here. <laughs> no, okay, I, so, I, I can kind of pronounce yeah, things. Yeah, I was about to say, you can correct can, me a little bit when I butcher no, all these names. Yeah, it's it's going to be ugly. Let's get into it. All right, let's get into it. So... The football pyramid for France at the top uh, is Ligue 1 or Ligue 1. Ligue 1. Everybody calls it Ligue 1, which is because Un, deux, trois is the first. That's the only ones I know. I can't do anything after three. Okay, so un, deux, trois. Well, all we'll need to know is un, deux. Yeah, yeah, it's, we don't even need to know trois. Perfect. <laughs> now, trois is actually one of the teams, but that's just how it's pronounced, but it doesn't mean the same. Okay. but So our top tier is, uh, is Ligue 1. Ligue 1. Ligue 1. They were founded in uh, 1930, uh, but their first season was held in 32 and 33. So what they do for the first two years? I think just setting up. I think they announced that they were forming the team. Uh, they just in getting 1930, organized. they actually did. We're going to work on infrastructure. Yeah. I okay. guess so. Well, as we'll see, the infrastructure is very fragile across the board uh, when it comes to It is to France. It is France. Uh, France they is they a, seem to be very big on uh, amateur the, uh, like amateur organizations and amateur teams, uh, you find out later on that it's just kind uh, of what we've seen since we've been just kind of jumping into this, right? Yeah. Uh, so kind of, I would say, look at when I'm looking at this pyramid, it looked like a mix of uh, German using heavy amateur rankings and, and tournaments mixed okay. with a simplistic form of English uh, stylings. They're very much. Um, Right now, they currently have twenty teams, but they are they they want to help breed stronger competition, and they feel it's diluted a bit by having twenty teams. So they are reducing yeah. down to eighteen starting next season. And so what they're going to do is that they're going to end up going to uh, relegate the bottom four and only uh, allow two per, to be promoted up from the second tier. Yeah, that, that's this is one of the ones when we first started talking about doing these series. I thought this would be interesting. Just from that perspective, because there's been a few of these leagues that think 20 teams is too many for their for their prospective countries. For their prospective country, and, and I think it's true. The, the more I dove into uh, into this league, I I, I kind of understood because you start to see how fragile some of these team infrastructures are, and especially once you do, uh, begin to realize that the second tier is the last for, uh, tier of fully professional, and they oh, wow. like and they and they start pulling. 
And when a team goes beyond it, they start like putting them on probation. If they don't bounce right back up, they might take your professional license and make you have to reevaluate and reapply for it all over again, which can be devastating for a team that, uh, well, one might be spiraling because of financial troubles and right, they're, they're, right. this league was the first one that you came that I've come across that was littered with uh, match fixing scandals. The uh, league one, uh, <laughs> league one, uh, the the French pyramid had a huge wow. scandal back in uh, 2014. Uh, there were several, like half a dozen teams that got uh, went through administration it's less than ten years ago. Yeah, really? yeah, they were match fixing. Um, there are yeah at least uh, six or seven so, teams I heard that were uh, were were brought up on charges for match fixing. So currently twenty teams. Currently twenty teams going to be reduced to four. They're relegating four, four, but promoting two from League Deux. League Deux, which normally a norm in a normal season it's uh, three and three, right? The three and three, two would be autumn promoted, and then they will do the they like to do the uh, third place plays eighteenth. Or which I guess would be 16th uh, in a yeah. promotion playoff. Yeah. And that would be a two-leg tier and the uh, so, aggregate winner. So this year, you just don't want to be in the bottom bottom four. No, you you don't want to be in the bottom four. That yeah. is the worst thing to be. Yeah, 17 through, wow. They're, and you, Oh, wow. There's some bad teams. This is why they're doing this. Because yeah. the team on the bottom of the table has eight points through 19 matches. 2-2 two, two, and 15 the next 19th place team has 13 currently. And then you've got uh, Ayaccio and Brest that have 15. They're tied with Strasbourg, who also has 15. Strasbourg, dude, is in 16th spot with two wins and nine draws. Wow. Ouch. So there's some brutal these there's some brutal teams here. There definitely yeah, some teams that make so that uh, makes sense. And I've heard that that you there's a call for a lot more of these leagues to just go to 18. I teams. think Axiri. Yeah. Uh, the nineteenth team, they were just promoted the last season. Um Auxerre, and Auxerre, Brest. Yeah. Actually I think seventeen, eighteen, and nineteen are all the promotions from Auxerre, last year. On Jairs, yeah, it could could be. Um Yeah, looking at some of these. I think you're right. I think all those at the bottom were the ones that promoted last year. Because Astac Trois, who's in fourteen, was promoted the year before. And they barely hang around hung around. This is their second year in League One. And they're just marginally better than they were last year. Excuse me. Uh, Toulouse. Oh, Toulouse. Was one of the ones. And they're actually the ones that are thriving. Nice for them. Good yeah, deal. and 12th. But I think. Oh, yeah. So normally it's three three teams relegated. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. it was Auxerre, Toulouse, and Brest, I believe. So 74 different teams have competed. Oh, no. Brest has been up for a while. Okay. In Lyon. Yes. Over the 92-year period? Yeah, 74, which is is high for a League One, actually, or for like a top flight to have that many different teams cycle through. From the leagues that we've seen so far, uh, up to this point, tended yeah. to be somewhere in the, the I, high 50s, mid 60s range. I think that's just because it is watered-down competition. Of, of all the, of the top... Well, of the top... T- pyramids that we've looked at this is the weakest one so far for competition wise maybe yes and no i I don't know that i necessarily agree with it they have a lot of parity because there's been a lot of fluctuations in their teams do they oh yeah uh aside you get out of you have one team and everybody else 
and that's what it looks like for the outside. And now that's that's true because PSG has become bought by a uh, uh, the Emir of Qatar, and so they're like the one big money team in their right. league. But up until that point, which happened to like 2012 or 14, early 2010s, there was a, a, a lot of parity. Uh, PSG holds the was a younger team. They only came into the league after they separated from uh, Paris FC in 72. And so they're only like a 40-something-year-old team. And they were they were administered. Uh, administratively relegated after the separation. And so they earned their promotion into league one in 74 and have been there ever since. But there's only four teams from the founding 20 that are actually playing in league one right now. So basically, Oh wow. Yeah. As opposed to all the other leagues that we've seen, like Germany still had 12 of theirs. Spain has 14 or something, you know, like Actually, I think. So, is it safe to say these are the big four? Basically, I would say if they, four if, like the big no. six of Premier League. Would that what they say? Um, I I wouldn't necessarily to go. They I'd say they have a big five or six. Okay. Um. Well, since if if PSG uh, was purchased by the Emir in 2011, so they've really only been relevant within the last 11 years. Then yeah, the last 12, they were very much vying because uh, they, now they're tied for the most titles with 10 league titles, but they're tied with a team that's not even playing in the Premier League or in their top flight right now. And they're the ones who win it all the time now. Yeah, and the uh, the other team won the first t- 10 titles first. Their, their, their glory days were back in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. But um, you have teams like um, Olympic Marseille is the only team or is the longest tenured team in the top flight. They've, uh, they've spent 71 seasons of the Oh wow, ninety or so. Um, they're the only team, the only French team to win the UCL. Yeah, they're the, the only French League, team. Marseille. Yeah. Uh, wow. In ninety-three, PS, PSG has won uh, a major European title, but not UCL. It's they've only never been won Champions League. They've never won Champions League because they've only been re- relevant to that extent more recently for the last eleven years. Yeah, that gives me hope that they're going to lose again this year. Uh, FC Nance has the has the record for the most uh, dominant team. They're like 13th on the table right now, but <laughs> they won. They they went undefeated for 32 games oh, wow. in one one season. That that season they only had one loss. Wow, one loss. Um, they also had a ridiculous undefeated home streak. 92 matches not being defeated. That's now, crazy. Some of them were draws. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. But yeah, undefeated across five seasons. They're the uh, green and yellow, right? Yes. Isn't there, yeah, it's hideous. Uh, hideously it's green and yellow. Hideous. But <clears throat> hideous. Um, this is also the first league that we find a cross borders league. A uh, AS Monaco is technically from another country. Monaco is its own micronation, right? But they right. don't have a domestic lead. Unlike I mean, we've seen and we've researched like. Gibraltar has their own little mini league. That's a weird. Yeah, I can't wait to do yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> when we get down to like domestic league nine hundred, <laughs> one hundred thirty. Right. Now we're but, after the big ones. We're we're gonna start, we're gonna start picking yeah, where yeah, we yeah. want to go. But I that, think we might need to get off our, uh, the European continent for a little bit too. Just well, for I think, fun. I think we might do Scotland, but oh, oh no, I, no, no, because we want to do that. But that yeah, we, we we can jump around quite a bit here because but, there's gonna be a lot of fun stuff to look at. 
But yeah, so AS Monaco, and they're actually one of the more storied programs also within uh, French League. But they are fully, fully adopted uh, French teams, so they can re- represent France. There are other micronation teams that play in other, like this uh, Lux, uh, Liechtenstein teams play yeah. in like the Greater Swiss League. But they, but they have their own domestic cups. So when it comes to European competition, they'll represent Liechtenstein there, really? as opposed to Monaco represents France. Monica. Wherever they play, they represent France. But they have eight titles. They have six teams. I love that you have. They were up five one at the half today in your notes. They actually won <laughs> seven to one. Seven to one. That's ridiculous. Oh, I just have to look at it. It's like it's halftime. It's five to one. Speaking of which, that actually brings me up a great point. Um, I haven't read about this in any other leagues, but France actually keeps a separate table um, for ranking their teams based off of, or that it basically rewards teams for uh, being offensive and high goal scoring. And it's a second unofficial, like they, they, they tried to like implement We never it. see this table anywhere, right? Yeah, we never see, it's not used as an official. They've tried to, like back, uh, my understanding back in like the early, mid 90s, like they tried to implement it as like their official table to rank their teams, where basically you get like a bonus point on the table if you score over three goals and stuff like that. But, uh, and you could like lose points even if you won the game, but if you gave up more than three points. Um, what? But yeah, and so it tries to uh, encourage off exciting offensive attacking. Hence seven to one. Hence seven to one. So there's a table somewhere. I, we'll have to follow up and do some more research on um, it. But that makes sense. Why a team like Lille uh, beat Trois today five one? They just kept scoring. They kept scoring. And so, so what's yeah, the th- purpose of the table now? It's to help incentivize and like it, there's it's monetary. Oh, uh, they get more money. Yeah, if they make they'll, they'll, they'll get goals. bonus. They'll get re- bonus revenue at the end of the season if they're higher, lower on that table. I love it. Um, so yeah, think of like profit sharing. Yeah, uh, it gets affected at that point. And so, I figured the other, uh, the only other team to really highlight in uh, Estac, uh, is Estac simply because they're a part of your city football group that you're always referencing. <laughs> yep. Um, and they're blue. And they're blue. <clears throat> and the fact that it's Trois, I don't, and it's like it's not spelled like the number. Uh, it's actually the town or the area, the region. Yeah, like Troy, in. right? It looks like Troyes, but it's pronounced Trois. Trois. Which I had no idea that's what it was pronounced until I started <laughs> playing for them in the, on FIFA. And I'm like, is that really how it's pronounced? It's Trois? Trois. Like, and it is. Um, and we'll, we'll probably do more stuff. I will do more stuff on them when we start doing the, the CFG stuff. But... Um, Francis, this is the, other than Bundesliga, this is the league I pay attention to the least because I just feel like it's oh, it's it's PSG and everybody else. And that's what it looks like from the outside, especially now, like coming it, it, in. It as, is as, that way now. Yeah, it, it is It that. hasn't been, yes, but now it's them and nobody. Um, because even on the, on the table now. Because they're, they're only, uh, PSG is only three points clear. Yeah, that Lens is, Lens is lost once. They've had a heck of a year. Yeah, and Marseille's there. I mean, it's it's only halfway through. They're not through. running away with the table. That's what I, that's what surprises me, and what I was kind of shocked by when I started really looking at it. If you look at this now, talk about how watered down this league is. On the bottom, all right. So the, they have single teams with single digit points on the table versus yes, the top of the table has almost fifty. Yeah. But so you have fourteen through twenty have below twenty points in nineteen games. Trois has 18 in, in their 19 games. They're 14th. So then you've got uh, Nantes that has 21. 
And then you've started the Toulouse, you said, was just previously promoted. They have 23 and 12. But then if you go up here, look at uh, Reims. Reims is 11th on the table, but they have 10 draws and five wins. That's insane. Yeah. And, and then you get up here to the top six teams all have double-digit wins. They're the only, they're, so, like, Lorient is seventh. They have nine. Everyone else has Lille, Rennes. Monaco, Marseille, Lens, and PSG all have over 10. And then a handful of draws, but not a lot of losses. PSG's lost twice. Lens has only lost once. Uh, but Lens has five draws, whereas PSG has two. It means they have more wins. So that's why they have more points. Uh, but they're the only team with more than 30 in goal differential. Marseille has 23. They're the only other team that's over 20. Um, so it is closer than it has been in the past, for sure. PSG's lost two of the last three matches. So that gives me hope. Marseille's won five in a row. So uh, I hate PSG. I absolutely hate PSG. I like Messi. I can't stand that he plays for PSG. It drives me nuts. It's like, come on. I have the exact same way. I was like, dude, that you could have you could have got that money anywhere. Why did you go there? Is it because? Well, no. Neymar's from a different country. So why did he go there? Oh, they used to play together at Barcelona. That's why. They used to play, yeah, Neymar's, absolutely. Neymar is such a bitch. Why would you go play with that guy? He's such a punk. Oh, no, they have a previous relationship. Jeez. Yeah, 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 they were friends before. Um, I, I just... Are you are you a little bit more bitter now that the reports have come out about the failed blockbuster deal? What blockbuster deal? The one you sent me about how, how Messi was supposed to go in, in, to City. No. <laughs> no, but that, and that would have been... I, I, I thought that would be interesting. I like. I still like Messi. I just don't understand why you would choose that team to to leave La Liga, which is one of the arguably top two, three leagues in the world, right? To go to France, which is barely number five or six. I I, I think it was a financials. I I, I I I mean financials combined with the fact that he knew players there. Um, you, I mean, we 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 talked about this when we started doing the World Cup. I think. He's like one of the only players who's big name player who never played in England. Mm -hmm. And how much would his career be different if he had? Now, again, he played his whole career with Barcelona. I, I, I admire that. I think that's great. But, man, wouldn't you have loved to have seen him in a... His prime trying to compete. Right? Right. I don't even care if it was with Man U. I don't care. I would just love to have seen that. Mm-hmm. And he's still good. He's still good. He can still contribute to a team. Oh, yeah. I mean, look what he did for, for Julian Alvarez and, and the World Cup. I mean, good Lord. They played great together. They played amazingly together. But now you're with Mbappe, who's arguably one of the better forwards in the, in the world. He's just a punk. And you have Neymar, who I, no one likes. So, good player. Not a great player anymore. But he's a good player. Mm -hmm. But, man, the, you're to me... The only way you can watch French football is on Fubo here in America. And they probably don't draw audience numbers in America because it's France, right? For, for, for that stuff. People are watching La Liga. They're watching Premier League. Look at how much mm -hmm. Premier League gets eyes. I'm sure Leeds Leicester still gets better viewing than PSG on Fubo just because it's Premier League. Now, I'm sure Messi draws a crowd because he is Messi, who he is, you know. And so, but I just, man, I don't know. His contract is up this year, right? Mm -hmm. And so we still don't know what he's doing. He hasn't announced anything. 
he's not going anywhere in this transfer period. He, he's going to wait till the contract's over. He's probably going to resign with PSG. Would be my guess. If okay, let's float this. If PSG wins the Champions League, does he go somewhere else? Oh no! If he wins Champions League with PSG, mm-hmm. I think it, if he doesn't retire, he stays with PSG. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like by retirement, I mean like take a payday to like an MLS or retire from European football. Yeah, retire from European football. Uh, that's that's where I wonder is 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 it one of those things where okay I won another Champions League you're probably not going to win another one with PSG it's just lightning doesn't he, strike twice he he does the like seven day contract with uh, with, with Barcelona, Barcelona so he can say they probably that couldn't it, even afford to do that so he could officially retire with Barcelona they'd have or to something. just pay him in bologna sandwiches because he probably couldn't do anything else <laughs> they can't afford to do anything give him a bucket of chew or something but i mean look i mean that's where i think it's like if it was me again it's not me but if it was me i would say i win the champions league with psg cool my contract is up probably can't get much better than this with psg let's look for a different opportunity whether it's in europe mm-hmm. this, look dude the sea is your oyster at this point you can do whatever you want because he's Lionel messi and he's still better than ronaldo saudi arabia would come calling he's not going to go there MLS is already calling. Hey, he still could go there. Al Nasir is trying to build that super team. Dude, can you imagine <laughs> those two guys together in the team? I, you, you, the, you couldn't <laughs> afford the TV rights for Saudi Arabia. No, I don't care. Ronaldo's ego is too big. They wouldn't fit in the same room together. <laughs> Messi has no ego, and Ronaldo does. That's the problem. The elephant in the room would be Ronaldo's ego. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing to me would be, you know, it, okay, you win the Champions League. Do you feel like? You've done all you can with that. Do you move on to MLS at the age of what, thirty-five, six, whatever he is? And you would, take you would have gotten uh, PSG's first uh, UCL right? title, right? And then take big money from David Beckham, your buddy, and go play for Inter, Inter Miami for the rest of your career, which is maybe two more years, and then go into ownership, which I'm sure is what he's going to do <laughs> with all the money he's made, right? <laughs> or do you go? Hmm, where else have I gone? You know, he's only played in. Two leagues, mm-hmm. basically. Do you, do you do you pick a? Does Chelsea come calling? Yeah. Does, does Eric, do you, Eric do you Ten go Hag, play in Italy? Right. Does Juve needs a resurgence because they ain't got nobody. <laughs> oh, dude, do yourself a favor. Go play for AC Milan or something or Benfica, Porto. <laughs> what? How about him? Kevin Skellia and O. Seaman on the same team. Oh, you want to talk about winning the Champions League? Boys would get it done. Get it done. Now, I mean, they're probably going to get it done without him. But they, they can. They, they're going to. They, I'm almost going to call it. They might do it this year. I'm kind of hoping they do. I don't. I, mean, know. I don't want to jinx them, but yes, no. absolutely. They play uh, like they did against. They, they are my favorite. Yeah, they're going to beat everybody. They, they're world. They're world beaters right now. The way they came out of that group stage, I can't wait for them at, yeah. for the knockouts to start. Um. So. So. Four teams this year get relegated out of, out of League One, League One. Yep. Only two from League Two. Before up. before we move on to uh, okay. League Two, I'll, I'll mention this is also noticed. Um, we don't always talk about who gets to go to Champions League and who gets oh, yeah, to yeah. go to That's uh, right. uh, out of the top yeah. flight. But this one, I first, it was the first time I noticed that there was a reduction. The top four leagues have all been getting four candidates. Uh, the top four teams get to go to uh, Champions League, right? Uh, whether it be Spain, Italy, yeah. uh, England, and Germany. This one only gets two guaranteed to the uh, group stage, 
and one team, uh, their third representative has to fight it out and like starts in like the third round of the qualifiers. Qualifiers, which I think is the last round before. Is that because they go up from twenty to eighteen? Well, no, I I think it's just, just because how, is that just because of their strength coefficient? Their strength coefficient. They are the fifth team, uh, fifth tier on the. Uh, uh, the world football uh, ranking uh, list, uh, the like UEFA, UEFA yeah, coefficient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they were lower than that, I think. But I think they are too. But the team behind them is Portugal. Or the league behind them is Portugal, and so Port- <sighs> and Portugal Portugal's watered down this year yeah. for sure. So, um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. This is where the tier starts, and we see a reduction. Interesting, yeah. Um, but yes, moving on, they're going to uh, kick four down, four teams down to League Two. League Two currently also has twenty teams, but they're planning on and they they're are planning twenty. Are they? They're slimming down. They are slimming down, but they have to do it a, a, a year later to be able to absorb the teams. Yes, that so, makes sense. So this season they'll or next season they'll still have twenty because they took the four on, and they're only going to accept two promotion from, um, from uh, the third tier. Is it? Is it League Two? No, it is <sighs> Championship. The champions with that champions or champions and Nate National. Oh my gosh! I got a listed in there. You can read it in the notes. National, yeah, I see it. Champagnat Lens National. So like Versailles is in that in that league. And uh, League Three. League Three. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, gonna get to League Three. I'm already, I'm already jumping yeah, in. Yeah, I'm like, no, Ooh, no. kind of excited. But this, I would say, is the most streamlined in the sense that. The tiers are pretty straightforward. There's not a lot of elaborate, uh, at least amongst the top three. Yeah. Because they're going to relegate this season four down to league uh, division tier three, and they'll do it again next year. Um, so that they can get down to eighteen. Because and again, next, but then next year only two comes back. Yeah, up. and only two will come okay. back up. Um, but basically they have to absorb the extra people coming down, and then they're going to. Kick more guys down. All right, so jump into League Deux. League Deux um, started uh, the season after. Um, they were in 1933. Uh, we've already talked about the number of teams. Uh, they are the lowest fully professional league, which I kind of uh, referenced for. So the top two are only only professional leagues. In the France. only fully professional leagues. Um, That's different. Which shows a lot of. This is where I've kind of alluded to the, a lot of fragility in the infrastructures of their teams. Yeah, because. If you if your team comes on like doesn't properly uh, manage themselves and manage their money, they could find themselves spiraling out of control. Um, a team that got relegated out of League One last year, Bordeaux, and I'm not even going to try to find pronounce all the rest of their full name. Um, Bordeaux's enough. Bordeaux's enough. <laughs> Bordeaux FC. We're going to call them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, they they were like 19th or 20th on the uh, on the table. They got relegated automatically. But the financial watch, French financial watchdogs, uh, put them under review, and we're starting to bring charges against them that would have actually got them double relegated straight down to the third tier, uh, wow. because they were like in debt, like forty million euros. Which you think of how much smaller of a scale a, a top tier team getting relegated is compared to, just think of like Nottingham Forest. Think of. All these teams that float up and down on between cha- uh, EPL and Champions League wow. or Championship to only be in debt forty million dollars, and that's getting you in hot water. They didn't get qualified to stay in League Two, uh, League Deux, um, until three days before the start of the regular season. 
So they really take the financial ramifications seriously in France. Seriously. And so you, you, this you is, couple this that This is why with, all these guys get mad about Premier League clubs spending all this money. Drastic. Like, this is the first yeah. time that I've seen a league that is, like, grossly under, have, underfunded are, compared to all, an EPL. Financial fair play rules, like they, they have them as well, just mm-hmm. like Spain does. Premier League has them to an extent, but not like the restrictions that Spain and France has. No, n- n- not at all. And so, you, uh, a team like that, a team like uh, uh, AS uh, Saint Etienne, one of the most decorated French teams historically, are in absolute financial turmoil right now. They're, they're they've had a um. Couple season, uh, two seasons ago, their owner said uh, that their team was for sale, and they've yet to have somebody come and uh, a sale go through. It's whether it's been stalled by financial boards from uh, France or uh, ownership groups not agreeing on allowing like a Cambodian prince to come through and make a bid. Oh, or that happened. Yes. Oh wow. Um, he's still trying to make bids. The, can- uh, the Prince of Cambodia is still trying to make bids to be able to buy the team. This team owns or is tied with PSG for most titles in League One. And they are sitting bottom of the table and with no hopes, with very little hopes, I should say. Then Nothing's ever, well, with very little hopes of being able to get out of relegations. They're, si- they're six points shy of, of safety. Six points shy of safety. They also have the largest uh, goal deficit too, I believe. Goal differential. No. No, they're actually, the worst one is the team, the two teams ahead of them. Well, the reports I was reading earlier were talking about how porous the defense was. But they um, score goals, too. They score goals, so. No, they scored okay. 25, and but they've conceded 31. They've conceded as many as any other team. And this team, uh, they, they, uh, so. this is a team, uh, this league, in, or pyramid in general, this is the first time that we've actually talked about, uh, Teams getting penalized for the hooliganism of their fans. Oh yeah, this is the uh, same, this is why they the started, started out. Started out the season because they got relegated last year. They started out the season negative three points on the table, <laughs> and so on top of having poor financial infrastructure because oh. they can't get their team sold and proper financial management from an ownership, they've gone to the point of like they basically yard sale their their merchandise trying to. Uh, generate any sales they can. Wow, this is they, why they, they had team, they had the match ban right at the beginning of the year. The match ban on the beginning of the year because of the, the 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 writing, and so they couldn't even sell tickets <laughs> to the first four home games. You know, oh, like and so that's, that's that hurts. Trying that's to generate money. revenue so that they can be within the financial fair play and get to players and make trades, and so they're scraping the bottom of the barrel, bringing in scab players, and sitting at the bottom of the table is the result of what can happen to them. I, my heart goes out to this team because this is one of your teams. This is it's the, one of my team, team, it's, it's one of the, the most storied team in France. Yeah, historically, like six uh, cup titles on top Jeez. of they've they've won they've been in uh, UCL semifinals back in the day. Wow, you know, and, and now they're they are very much steamlining. They're, they're like on, on a freight mad freight train. On the fast track to relegation. <laughs> relegation. And, and they're so. like, uh, yeah, they're six points from safety. They're sitting dead last. Um, yeah, it's it's a bummer, dude, because 
we've I've watched this team a couple of times on Fubo, and the one time I messaged you, I was like, "Why are there no fans in there?" And yesterday you were telling me they had a match band because they were rioting at the end of last year when they got relegated. Yeah, and so what what a what a mess. And they won today, though. They did. They won like one nil or two. One nil over yeah. Laval, I think is who they played. Laval is a team that has just been promoted. I think for one. Oh really? Oh, from the league below. From the league below. Sweet, yeah. So Saint Etienne has four wins and six draws. Uh, four wins is the lowest of any team, and there's actually four teams that have it, and they're all in the relegation zone. Mm. So not a lot of draws there, but a lot of losses. Um, and so you couple all this with the fact that they're relegating more than normal because on normal season, once they get done with the restructuring, they'll go back yeah. to a relegating three. Yeah. Um, in so, yeah. same as uh, similar fashion. It'll be bottom two automatic, well, and then. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. It's an up. To see. It's an uphill battle. Yeah, I do like the fact that we can. I can see these games on Fubo. I don't watch them a lot. Um, I don't watch them as much as I thought I would because I don't have any investment in any of these teams. Unfortunately, um, this is the team we get invested in. They need and, every help and every set of eyes. I mean. I know, they're not owned by the city football fan. No, 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 no. (laughs) I I don't even watch Trois. Are you kidding me? I'm only mildly interested in them because they're owned by CFG. Um, They don't have the right color. They're just green and white. It's boring. Their kits are boring. Classic, not boring. They also do a collar from time to time, which I know you detest. I can't can't do collars. I do kind of... uh, That team you sent me, the... The logo of it, I kind of follow that team. Oh, yeah, La Haver. La Haver, La Haver. And honestly... They are, they're one of those teams that uh, has a history of bouncing up and down. Yeah. They, they, they make a living, essentially, going off of that. Going back and forth. Going back and two. forth. Kind of like Norwich. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's an interesting... Interesting... It's an interesting pyramid. And then you've got the third tier, right? Are you third talking... Tier? Are you doing third tier? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, and I can... Loosely talk all the way down to five if we get. Let's, one, let's not go that far. Well, I don't know. I, like I said, I will quickly about. pop on them. But yeah, third tier it, it is the Championnat National. Championnats National. Okay. Yeah, what he said with his two years of French. Close okay, two um, semesters. Let's not get carried away. I'm not a, I'm not a genius. <laughs> it's the third tier. It's founded in 1993. Oh, they're new. Yeah, fairly new. Um, and, and basically, it was brought in. Is basically serving as a staging le- le- um, oh, league for amateurs to, to, who are becoming pro yeah, teams. Semi pro teams are on the verge of going pro and trying to build up their infrastructure to be able to qualify for pro, and kind of as a landing zone for pro teams that are spiraling down. Um, wow! And so we'll see how that plays out for my Saint Antian if they end up down there. But yeah. They already have 18 teams. So they already said they already, um, they're, so they're a mix of pro and semi pro there. Ma- yeah, they're they a mix. teams coming and going. Exactly. So they're, they're a mix of both pro and semi pro. Um, they normally promote three, but they'll only promote two over the next couple of seasons because of yeah, the restructuring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, but they regularly uh, relegate four. They regularly oh. relegate four to the fourth to the fourth tier. For okay. the fourth tier, because the fourth tier is where it gets spicy, as far as uh, pyramid goes. They have like, I'll just quickly touch on. They have sixty four teams, uh, in League Four, um, 
or the fourth tier, 64 teams. I'll say that again. And it's split up into four divisions of 16. And that they're ge- pro- geographic. Um, I didn't even get into that far. Yeah. Um, but it breaks down as the le- the winner of every seat, every division gets to get promoted. So there's that your four. Sense. So it's four up, that four down. It keeps sense. that really Win simple. Win your division, you go up, you don't. Yep. No runner up. They're not worrying about that. You want to get extra spicy going from four to five. Relegated out of four is the bottom three of each division. Right? Okay. So they drew mo- they, they relegate 12. Wow. Yeah. Tier five. I didn't look beyond to see how they qualify their, rel- uh, their promotions. But apparently, they have eight divisions. I was going to say, there may be 80 teams or more. In oh, yeah. Five. They have eight divisions. And so, oh, wow. each division leader gets a promotion. Jeez, there might be 100 teams there then. Oh, yeah. And plus the top four runner-ups. And so, that's your 12 every season. That gets insane. So, that's as much as I'm going to talk about for four and five today. Except, yeah. I just thought, we've talked about some seriously spicy and wacky uh, and France is not nearly that way. You'd think it would be, but it's not. It's like it's, it's not. They it's, keep it very streamlined. For their <laughs> that makes sense. Top three. They're more focused on making sure if you come up to the pro ranks that your team is ready to be there financially. Vi- the viability of that. Do you have infrastructure for it? Because they know them. What, what, they have, they what have it a team almost resembles so to make me sure everybody's on it. Is uh, if you go back and we t- uh, think about how we talked about Germany, yeah, and how they kept inserting those leagues in the middle yeah. to help teams. Better build their their competition so that they were better yeah. ready. It's almost like that's what France is still trying to do right now. They're still in that, is in they, that they're mode trying to figure out because uh, if you research for uh, tier four a little bit, that apparently that that when that being their top tier amateur rank at one point was their top tier rank. Oh wow, okay. And so it very much looks like they're still trying to put the pieces in there. I I, I foresee maybe in the next couple decades that they probably add another, another league another, another pro, tier another another and make one up another pro tier yeah and maybe make three fully pro and then fourth becomes their landing zone yeah type deal and so and more, i wouldn't be surprised the, as, as they're the more growth the sport they'll have there the, the more that's likely to yeah, happen because they're top tier they're giants psg yeah. their stadium's only forty five thousand. is it really yeah yeah park to prince is only 40 uh four, 45 thousand and then gosh, how do, you they, how do, quit, they, remember, how do they make any money to pay these guys? Right? Uh, <laughs> Jersey sales. Yep. Jersey sales. Oh, yeah. Um, Guarantee it. Remember Bar- Bari, we talked about last yep. week? 58,000, 60K, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. They're very much, it's That's still much a growing sport in France, is what the, the impression you get. Very fragile infrastructures for their teams. Very fluctuating, very volatile, volatile due to their infrastructure and getting penalized for their infrastructure, getting penalized for uh, the rowdiness of their fans and the hooliganism. I, I mean, I highlighted the St. Antienne, but there there were a dozen stories I read about yeah. uh, teams getting penalized for their their fan, fan hooliganism. And so <laughs> they so tried. Crazy. That's so crazy. One team had full-on... Uh, smoke grenades and fireworks being thrown onto the field as oh, as Lord. the fans charge. Oh my gosh! And so yeah, put like, them all in jail, you idiots. That's so right? stupid. Unbelievable. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a <clears throat> it's an interesting league. Uh, I'll, I'll occasionally put a game on, and what I find is that number one, 
It's generally not in English. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. And so I have a hard time being invested in it because they're not speaking English. You know? not speaking and, English. and they're doing. And they're not talking as exp- excitingly. As... They do not do it as well as, as the Mexican leagues. Yeah. I can tell you that. So I mean, I that's... can listen to a Spanish <laughs> broadcast anywhere in All South America because long. they are. Yes, they're way so more excited. Yep. I might only understand the name of the player, but I so actually excited. the last Twa match I watched was a couple. I was going to say a couple of weeks ago. Is that right? Probably not. I'm trying to think when it, when it was, but it wasn't that long ago. And I flipped it on, and there was no commentary. It was just gameplay. I kind of like those broadcasts. And those are weird because it's, are like, weird, it's, like, but I, just... it's like I know you just stripped the French broadcast out of that and because it's BN Sports, whatever, and I'm going, it's just like I'm It's like I'm a voyeur just like put, it looks like through, it's like living art almost. You know, you, it's you, messed you, up. Yeah, it's, it's super weird. weird. Like you're watching through. Like, oh, I know I shouldn't be watching. All the this. graphics are in French, so I'm yeah. like, I still don't know what I'm you're saying because I don't, I don't, I didn't read that much French. Those <laughs> two semesters that was taught by but a Russian woman. I, I caught a couple. I caught a couple silent, uh, uh, super Swiss or like super Greek leagues or something like like that. And I, I was just like, oh, okay, you kind of watch the yeah. flow. You start watching more of the flow of the game and yeah. the tactic and like. Uh, the uh, Slovan Bratislava games on one football mm-hmm. that way, no commentary. Oh, yeah, no commentary. Some of the Norwegian games, mm-hmm. Elite Saren are that way too, and it's super weird. You're like, it's a cavern. It just sounds like there's number one, those Elite Saren, those they don't, there's not a lot of people at these games. Yeah, that's the other you thing. Know, you, might, you might be able to, like, like it's artificial like, turf, number one, because, because. it's in freaking Norway, <laughs> right? In the middle of the winter, and so they're, they're playing on artificial turf. Field turf, whatever you want to call it. It's the stuff with the rubber tires, right? Yeah. And there's maybe 8,000 people there if on a for a good team. And this is their top flight. And you're like, oh, my gosh. And then there's no commentary on top of that. It's like you're just watching some guys practice on a field or something. It's weird. Super weird. But yeah, I, we'll get to those later. Yeah. But still, the, the French pyramid, this is the one that I thought was would be most, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, it, Interesting, but not super flashy like some of the other ones. We've seen a lot of weird stuff in some of these. Weird stuff, yeah. This one's very streamlined. Very streamlined. Uh, Just quickly, uh, a couple teams worth highlighting um, in there. Versailles, who's actually top of the table right now. That's their first time ever making it to the national. uh, Tier three. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Their young team, they they were only officially formed in the current version in 1989. Um. But yeah, this is their first time into uh into tier three. And they're currently top of the table. Oh, uh, they have a Dunkirk. They do have a Dunkirk. They also uh I I randomly started Le looked up Le Mans is cool. Their stadium ground I thought was really cool. It's inside the interior of their uh the famous track. The the famous Le Mans track? What? It's Seriously? on the interior of the route. You know, Le Mans like a route, yeah. like a road course. Yeah. But yeah, it's on the inside of the famous course. Seriously? Yeah. So that one's kind of cool. Uh, Sedan uh, Ardennes. Uh, Sedan? Uh, yeah. Sedan Ardennes. They, their glory days were back in the 50s and 60s. Is that a pig? But it's a it's a razor. It's a it's warthog a on top of a soccer ball. I just oh, love their logo. Oh, my God. I think they're horrible. Their, their colors for their crest are kind of eh. Yeah. But... Um, but they also play in a pretty big stadium. They've uh, they were on the verge of returning to the top flight back in uh, the early 2010s until their owner stopped funding the team. And this is just another <laughs> example, another example of uh, 
They the yeah. owner started funding Dang. the team, and so instead of <laughs> winning uh, League Two, they ended up get falling down into relegation. And essentially, since he uh, put them into administration or filed for bankruptcy at the end of the season, they got double relegated. And so they've just had to work their way back up into League 3 or Tier 3. Oh, if Football Kit Archive does have this. Oh, do they? Do they now? Oh, these are brutal. Kit Archive, by the way, y'all. Football Kit Archive. Football Kit Archive is like our go-to. Bread and butter for finding all the coolest kits. All right, the, they is, find oh, they bring us wow. some of the most obscure kits, and then they have like the old school throwbacks from these teams. From these teams, sometime I still say the Corinthians, two thousand four oh. with the black long sleeve and the purple cross across it super. is. If I can ever get ever get my hands on talk that, the, I will talk to the Tifos Tifazuli guys. Or I will is. sell my left kid. That dude, you know, probably, like, those guys would probably find that. Oh. All right, in typical French form, their kits have a ton of ads. <laughs> of course. So, well, they're trying to generate that revenue for their. Look at that. That it's fragile just, it, infrastructure. It's just straight blue with a bunch of ads on it. And, and a, a tiger. tiger. <laughs> for Tiger Balm, not even because of their no, logo. No, it's a natural colored tiger. It's not even blue and white. <laughs> no, but the Tiger Balm <laughs> company. Tiger Balm. Yeah, I don't know what that's for, but that's weird, right? Bomb du Tigre. <laughs> and then you've got you've got the it's FCV yeah, Ville so, what? Football Club Ville Belly whatever. One, two, three, four, five sponsors on the front of that kit. Don't Ooh. tell me that's on don't, the front. On the front. Kit. They need money. Uh FB Nerds at FB Nerds at FB Nerds Anon on Twitter. Anon and um, you gotta start Facebooks. Put, you got to start putting some kit stuff up there. Yeah, I got to start. I, I'm, I'm going to push real hard this week. We we got a bunch of content coming out. We need to start flowing on the social yep, media fronts. for sure. Uh, but yeah, we'll do it again next week. We'll probably do. We might do two more next week. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well, they didn't know we did two. Well, putting out two a week. I yeah. got you. Got we'll you. see. We'll see yeah. how it goes. We'll see how it goes. All right. See you next time. And we're out. Thank you.